You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Medina, Saudi Arabia. Why did we pick Medina? Well, as all of you know, Medina is the city of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, where he is buried and where lots of the companions and the sahabas of the Prophet, peace be upon him, are buried. Um, compared to Mecca, we have way more historical artifacts still um, available for us to see in Medina. So that's why one should always, always visit Medina. Cultural or religious connections, if any? Well, everything in Medina is connected to us through our religion. If you read the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, we know that after he was given Islam, he was not allowed to practice it freely in Mecca, and so he traveled to Medina with a select few companions, and then in Medina, this is where they all practiced Islam publicly. Now, this is the, the hub of Islam. This is where Islam grew from. This is where this is the source of Islam and the Prophet, peace be upon him's time. So, in a way, it is the root or the foundation of where Islam began. When we go to Medina, we always think about visiting the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him's mosque, and going for the two or three places on Zayara or a visit around around the city. Now, the most recent time that we went to Medina, we stumbled across a few amazing and new things um, that we haven't noticed before. Um, the first thing that you should always do, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said in one hadith, that when you come to visit me and Medina, then you should not visit me if you don't visit my uncle Hamza. Now, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was uncle Hamza, he passed away in the Battle of Uhud. The Mount Uhud is about two or three kilometers away from Medina, and there where we have the famous story of the Battle of Uhud, the Prophet, peace be upon him, told a select amount of archers to stand on Jabli Rumah, the Mount of Rumah. And as the Muslims were winning, three quarters of those archers, without the instruction of the Prophet, peace be upon him, ran down. And Khalid bin Walid, who was not Muslim at this time, he seen this and he instructed part of the army to go around the backside of Jabli Rumah and take over those archers. And as a result, the Muslims were at loss. Now, the companions that passed away um, during this battle, the Battle of Ohad, one of them being the Prophet, peace be upon him, Uncle Hamza, they were all buried at the site. So this is one very, very important thing, that one very, very important place that we should go visit when we are going to Medina. Another very historical um, moment in, in, our, in uh, our history or the, the history of Islam was the Battle of the Trenches. At that time, the numbers of Muslims were, they were not that much, but um, compared to the non-Muslims or the pagans from Mecca, um, they, were, they were low. Now, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he got word that the pagans, the non-Muslims are um, coming from Mecca to attack Medina and at the same time the non-Muslims in Medina who had a treaty or had who had a pact with the Muslims, they also said to the non-Muslims that were coming from Mecca that once you arrive we will infiltrate from inside Medina so the Muslims get attacked from inside Medina and outside Medina. The Prophet peace be upon him, he would ask a lot of people um, how or what um, tactic we should take to, in order to defend 
uh, Medina. Now, word got to Salman al-Farsi, who was in Iran at the time, or in that area, and he sent word to build a trench, excavate the ground, and it was really wide, where nobody could come over, and nobody could go on either side. So Prophet, peace be upon him, took this advice, and they built trenches. Now, obviously the trenches are filled up, and it's a road now, but while they were there, and they were waiting for the pagans to arrive, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he instructed each companion to pray at a certain time so that everyone else could stay as watch. Now today if you go to that site, each of those companions who prayed at time and the position they prayed at where they were located they they have mosques built on that specific location. So you have one for Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar, Hazrat Uthman, Hazrat Ali, Hazrat Fatima, all of these places they, all of these are now mosques and it's something that we should go and visit. We can also find other valuable or other monumental um, artifacts within Medina. Um, there's a few mosques. One mosque, Masjid Qiblatayn. Qiblatayn means two Qiblas. This is where um, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was given the revelation to change Qibla. Um, and there's a mosque there now. And now there's another mosque called Masjid Quba. Masjid Quba is known as the first mosque after the Prophet, peace be upon him, was given Nabuwat or was given the revelation. Um, in Masjid Quba, there's a significance of actually going to Masjid Quba and the Hadith Prophet, peace be upon him, mentioned that if you pray two Nafal Raka in Masjid Quba, then it's equivalent of doing one Umrah. And it's said that after the Prophet, peace be upon him, moved to Medina, at this time Masjid Quba was not within the location of Medina, it was outside Medina. So when the Prophet, peace be upon him, moved inside Medina, or when he lived in the Masjid Nabwi, it was said that he'd always come at least once a week to pray to Nafal in Masjid Quba. So it's something, it is a sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And, you know, why not get some reward of one Umrah while you are in Medina? Close to Masjid Quba, there is a masjid called Masjid Jum'ah. Um, the name kind of is self-explanatory. Basically, Prophet, peace be upon him, he was in Masjid Quba and he was going somewhere. And uh, Allah gave the revelation that you need to pray Jum'ah where you are. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, he prayed Jum'ah on this area or this location. And this mosque has now, is now known as Masjid Jum'ah. Now, unlike Masjid Quba and Masjid Qiblatayn, Masjid Jum'ah is usually closed all the time apart from Salah times. So it's good to see from outside. It's also good to locate in your mind where certain things happen in the past. While staying in Medina, we need to remember that Allah always tests us in lots of different ways. And especially in Makkah and Medina, one of the specific things that Allah tests is tol tolerance level. We need to be tolerant, we need to be understanding, we need to be accepting. Now, in Masjid Nabwi, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said that from my member, the member is where the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave his khutbah, from the member to my grave, this area is known as Rawda or Riyadul Jannah, a portion of Jannah. And if anybody prays two nafal or two rakah here, it's as if he prayed two nafal or two rakah in Jannah. So naturally, this is a place that we all want to go and pray in, and you know, it's almost as if we're praying in Jannah. Now, what we need to remember, especially for the men and the women, that we are still inside a mosque, and we need to have respect for the etiquettes of the masjid, no screaming, no shouting. And a lot of people that go there from all of these other countries, 
they may not be as knowledgeable or they may not have as much as knowledge as we have we know that we need to have etiquettes in the mosque and for most of these people they have been given a ticket by you know an umrah ticket by the the local masjid or something so they don't have as much knowledge and once they are there they can tend to be a bit more dramatic and you know pray and hog the space and stay there for a long time now we were advised to once we're there in Rauda or Riyadh al Jannah just pray to the, just pray the two nafal and just go that's it why because you're praying your two nafal you've done what's been said and then you are opening up space for somebody else to come and pray and that will be more beneficial for you and for them because you're not causing any traffic or any any havoc within that area also when you do this is only for the men when we do pass the prophet peace be upon him's grave we should know that we are just there just to say assalamu alaikum to the prophet assalamu alaikum ayyuhan nabiy wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that's the only thing that we're doing and we can send it from other people making dua and asking the prophet peace be upon him to do xyz this is not something that we should be doing and also we're holding up the queue and there are people behind us again the whole point of this is to show etiquette and be tolerant even if you are there for 5 seconds or 10 seconds these 5 and 10 or 10 seconds are more beneficial than staying there for 2 3 minutes blocking up so many people and these people you know they're pushing you and shouting and you know it's it just gets crazy and we need to bear in mind this is the prophet peace be upon him's mosque not any mosque it's the prophet peace be upon him's mosque and if we want to show that we are better muslims or we are trying to become better muslims that's the that's the best way to do it is to show the correct etiquette within that mosque what to eat in medina well basically same as makka there is a very famous restaurant called al baik al baik is known for deep fried chicken uh, they inject the chicken with the ingredients or the flavor so the flavor runs deep and throughout the whole piece of meat it's very nice uh, i really enjoy it but i've had it so many times that um to be honest i don't want to stand in the queues waiting to get the same chicken and on top of that my wife's not a big fan of it either so it's kind of weird just me standing for 45 minutes to get um three piece chicken but if you've never been you should definitely try it uh, and it's really nice um apart from that in medina and makkah and all of these places now they are becoming modernized so you have the you know you have your what your usual uh, starbucks McDonald's, Burger King, KFC have all of these things but for me if you want to really try something then you should go and have an al baik well i go again yes i will go again inshallah the medina is sakina medina means peace medina is tranquil once you enter medina and even living in saudi arabia medina is not like saudi arabia medina is not like any other city in saudi arabia once you enter medina once you get off the plane or get out the taxi you realize that there's some special breeze or tranquility or peace that allah is descending on the city the city is not like any other city that i've ever been to in the world the the amount of peace that you feel in this city subhanallah and this is obviously from the dua of the prophet peace be upon him regardless of how many worries or troubles that you have once you're in medina trust me these will all be gone um within the 
um, the masjid or the area that's been dedicated to the masjid, we have a very famous um, graveyard called Jannatul Baqi. Jannatul Baqi has about 10,000 Sahaba buried in this graveyard and it's still open, i.e. it's still used today and people who pass away in Medina, they get buried in this um, graveyard. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Hazrat Uthman, Hazrat Uthman is buried in Jannatul Baqi at the far, far corner. So nobody is buried after him in Baqi. It's Prophet, peace be upon him, in his grave and then um, Hazrat Uthman is buried at the far corner of Baki. Now Prophet peace be upon him said that anybody who gets buried between me and Hazrat Uthman they will be given entrance to Jannah. Or another narration said that Prophet someone interceded for that person on Yawm Qiyamah. Now that's the hope and that's the dream inshallah for every Muslim we get we hope and we dream that first of all we die in a peaceful way and we die with shahada and we die with Islam in our in our mind and in our hearts but also once you actually go there and you physically see Jannat al-Baqi then automatically a dua comes from your heart that inshallah you want to be among the Sahaba, among the Prophet's family and you want to be a person who gets buried there so inshallah that's my dream, it's my hope that you know we're all going to die Allah says that in the Quran, Allah promises every person that every person is going to taste death. We are going to die. And for me, what better place to die than in Medina. So inshallah, I will go again. Um, and I hope to meet my family and my friends there. That's one place that I really wish we could all come together and have uh, memories in. Inshallah. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.